Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Vegan food, and not just variations on a veggie salad, it's become a trend of sorts in Las Vegas with all manner of vegan-forward and even vegan-only restaurants dotting our landscape. There may be a lot of reasons for that, but is it for everyone, even meat eaters? And what are the trade-offs when you get bacon with a K? Today on CityCast Las Vegas, we're talking to the owner of the Vegas Vegan Culinary School and Eatery, Heather Heath, about the Vegas vegan scene and where it's going. It's Thursday, May 25th. I'm David Figler, and here's what Las Vegas is talking about. Heather Heath, welcome to CityCast Las Vegas. Thank you. I want to ask, on a scale of 1 to 10, how vegan-friendly is Las Vegas? Vegas is really vegan-friendly. I mean, it's I think it's in the top 10 in the country right now in terms of cities. Oh. So, I mean, people come to Vegas, and they, they love coming here because we do have so many vegan options and exclusive vegan restaurants, too. So it's it's a positive here. Oh, fantastic. And how hardcore within the vegan community are there? Are there people who won't go to a restaurant if they see somebody wearing leather shoes when they walk in and they'll just turn right around? Sure. A lot of times it's not that, though. It's vegans. There are going to be the extreme vegans who won't go to a restaurant who know that they also serve meat products um, Mm. simply because of the preparation and not being able to see the preparation. You just don't trust it. You know, if you're really, truly committed to the cause and to the diet, then and it may not be for the animals. It may be for whatever other health reasons. You know, you might not want to risk it. Interesting. And what do you think, from your perspective, is the biggest misconception about people who are vegan? (laughs) Well, the whole reason behind why I started this location is simply because it's not that difficult and you can go vegan because there are alternatives to cheese and dairy and you don't have to just eat tofu. You know, there's, it's just, it's a huge misconception of what being vegan means and how difficult it seems to people to be able to do. And it's really not. Was there a certain moment, Heather, that kickstarted your vegan journey? Yes. (laughs) Can you tell me about that? I think a lot of people, you know, there's a multitude of reasons why people will go vegan. But for me, my nonprofit work and being over in Asia and literally just walking on a farm and seeing dogs on the farm being slaughtered with pigs and chickens, you mm. just stop for that moment and you go, okay, it, it makes sense now. And it's just, it was instantaneous. Yeah. And then at some point you decided to open up not only a vegan culinary school, but one here in Las Vegas. So why did that decision get made? My nonprofit work, COVID, a multitude of things came together. And 
led me in the direction of doing it here versus somewhere else that I had planned on doing it. And it kind of grew into more. And when it's a culinary school, it's not accredited. So it's meant for the average person. It's really heavily focused on education for the average person to learn how to cook vegan. And I just felt like it was, you know, it was a right kind of move to make. Education is key in everything. And it grew to be more than just the school. It's a restaurant. It's a deli. We do catering, private events, specialty events. I mean, it's, it's everything. <laughs> Heather, you mentioned that the culinary school that you founded is unaccredited. Maybe go in a little bit deeper. Why, why that is important to you? I think there's enough culinary cooking schools out there that train people to become chefs, but there wasn't the concept of this, where somebody can go, the average person, can sign up for a two and a half to three hour class that's topic specific, no long-term commitment, and they can come in, especially coming out of COVID, and have a social gathering with people of like mind and enjoy themselves and cook at the same time and learn something. How hard or easy was it to tap into the active vegan community here in Las Vegas? I've lived here a long time, so I was already a part of the vegan community. Okay. And for somebody new who were to come to town who's a vegan, how accessible is it or how easy are y'all to find? Very easy. Social media is the beauty of all of it. And, you know, the Las Vegas vegan page on Facebook alone is 14,000 strong. And most vegans know that when they come to a city or when you travel to another city, the first thing you do is you go to social media and tap into the local groups there because they'll tell you all the great places and all the hidden places and gems to go to while you're in that city. And what is your favorite thing about that community here in Las Vegas? The vegan community here, everybody's very supportive to see new vegan options, food-wise, event-wise, anything that comes to town that's focused around veganism. It's important because everybody, like I said, is doing it for their own reasons, but together, you know, is where your power comes. And I think mm. a lot of people feel like there's more power in the voices and... It's a positive. The, the Vegas community here is very big and positive. And, and how has the Vegas vegan community or even the wider Las Vegas community responded to the culinary school so far? You know, ironically, it's been more positive response from tourists coming into town. Oh. Because I'm located right off the bus route from the airport in the Arts District, and I literally have Europeans coming with their suitcases right off the airplane oh. because they're hungry, and we pop up immediately on their, their feed for vegan food, and they come right here. I mean, I get plenty of locals as well, but I think it's more of a destination to come and take a class or to have a bachelorette party and do cooking classes and pair that with some alcohol pairings, you know, and it, it's, it becomes fun, you know, wedding receptions on our patio where we cater the food. It's just definitely more of a tourist um, attraction. Hey, it's David Figler, and one of my favorite food festivals is coming back to town. It's Vegas Unstripped over at the Palms Hotel on Saturday, May 18th. 
over two dozen chefs from some of Las Vegas' most talked about restaurants creating original, unique menu items they've never made before. Chef creativity at its best. We're talking chefs from Partage, Esther's Kitchen, Milpa, EDO, and more, including this year's James Beard Award finalist Steve Kessler from Aroma. Tickets are $150 and are all-inclusive of food and drink, so you don't have to pay for anything once you're inside. No hidden-up charges. I went last year, and it was so crowded in the best possible way. We got one remarkable dish after another, and while it was a little indulgent, here's the best part. The net proceeds go to local charities. So head on over to VegasUnstripped.com to get your tickets now. We'll see you there. Walk me through one of the more popular classes. If I were to sign up for that, what would I expect? One of our more popular classes is probably our Mediterranean. My chef can teach anything, but he's got a Mediterranean background, so he mm. gets very enthusiastic about teaching Mediterranean. And we've done a falafel and pita and fresh tzatziki class a couple of times now, and most recently paired it with a Mediterranean mule drink. And it just, it went over really well. You know, you're making tzatziki, which is typically made with sour cream. Mm -hmm. So you're veganizing that. You're making pita bread from scratch. And everybody, you know, tends to think, oh my God, pita bread, it's got the pocket. It's got to be so difficult. And, you know, you're shown how easy it can be. And then falafel, we bake it instead of frying it. So it's a healthier alternative and it still comes out amazing. So it's a pretty popular one. I'm not a vegan, but, you know, I could be interested in we, we do eat vegan dishes here in my home and I would eat them out. Would I be welcome at the cooking classes, <laughs> even though I don't really buy into the full, I'd say, philosophy and practice of veganism? Of course. I think more than half of the people who come to us aren't vegan. The classes are filled, whether it's a wife dragging her husband along who isn't vegan or if it's just... You know, people come into town and they're like, hey, let's go take a vegan cooking class and see what this is all about. But Hmm. yeah, at least 50% of the people who take classes are not vegan. And anybody who walks through this door is welcome. I am not the vegan who's going to have videos playing and trying to convince you, you know, going vegan is what you have to do. It's your journey, not mine. Good to know. No. But I'm not surprised that you do have a lot of people because I think that well, let, let's just put it this way. Friends are, are kind of dragging me to options that aren't the old school options. You know, I'll get asked if I want to go to a plant-based restaurant like Tacotarian. I'm mm-hmm. wondering, it, from your perspective, do you think it has become a trend? Yes. I think COVID, that's one of the positives that came from COVID, was the movement towards veganism. I think there was so much surrounding the reasoning behind why COVID happened and wet markets and things like that in Asia that really brought eating vegetables and a cleaner diet to the forefront. And it's, it's not going to change. I mean, the generation that's coming forward are the ones that are carrying it forward. So many of the 18 to 25 year olds that come in, come in here are vegan, you know, it's the community now. Mm -hmm. So it's only going to continue. It's not going to go away. In addition to your eatery and deli at the vegan culinary school, what do you think are the other full vegan options in Las Vegas that people should be checking out? You know, the trendy places. I think 
the first one that comes to everybody's mind is going to be Chef Kenny's. He's just known in town. Tacotarian is going to be the next that comes to mind. Daikon, uh, Veggie Nation, they're, they're the top four that immediately pop into my head and they're full vegan options for people. There's also Blackout Dining in the Dark, which is an amazing place to go for an experience with on a date night. And that's 100% vegan as well. Now, some of these places, and I, I mentioned before Takatarian, call themselves plant-based. Why do you think they use that specific language as opposed to vegan? The terms get so confusing after a while. For me, plant-based is somebody who just prefers to use that terminology uh, because it's not as strict as vegan and so it lends a little bit of latitude but it's not vegetarian and i'm not quite honestly sure why tacotarian calls themselves plant-based because they are vegan it is all very interesting to me you know and i think that a lot of it probably has to do with the conception or as we talked about the misconceptions of of some of the food offerings you'll see some places that really punch chicken substitute, you know, something that is plant-based, but they'll use the word chicken uh, Mm -hmm. or they'll use the word bacon or, Mm -hmm. you know, that kind of parlance. And then there's other places that are just very straightforward is like, this is our product and it will be very good. So just enjoy what it is and call Mm -hmm. it by its true name, whatever that might be. Do you find that people feel more comfortable if you're calling something a chicken substitute as opposed to whatever product that you're using as your protein in, in a particular dish? I've had people come in here. I don't use a lot of the processed foods here. We really create most of what we're using unless it's a brand that I believe in. But I, my menu board will say egg salad and it, it confuses people because they go, well, wait a minute, this is a vegan place. Right. And I'm like, yes, but after a while spelling bacon with a K or chicken with a K and no C, you know, it's, it's exhausting because (laughs) the name of my business is Vegas vegan. So it's like, it's like here's what you're getting, friends. Here's what you're getting. <laughs> uh, I mean, but I guess that's a positive, too, because they taste it. And then they also go, are you sure this is vegan? I'm like, yeah, I promise you it's vegan. But thank you for thinking that it tastes so good. So that's a compliment to you. That's <laughs> yes. a compliment. OK, great. Well, and I, I think it is growing. You know, veganism is undeniably something that we're seeing a lot more of than I think in years past. But on the other hand, Vegas is a city of excess, and that includes a whole lot of meat consumption pretty much everywhere, right? Mm -hmm. So what do you think needs to happen to put Vegas on the more, and I think this is universally accepted, sustainable path of veganism? I think a lot of these bigger hotels, especially since, you know, the casino industry is what makes Vegas, a lot of the bigger casinos need to start tapping into vegan options on their menus. They need to start designing and having, and not just putting Impossible Burgers and Beyond Burgers on their menu, but really using recipe creations and tapping into resources that help you, help your chefs learn how to cook vegan. It really helps pave the pathway. The, all of the wind resorts, every restaurant inside any of the wind resorts have vegan options on their menus. And I think that just needs to be duplicated. It's a minimal effort for people to do. And it really starts paving the road to Vegas being known as a more vegan friendly city. Yeah. Do you think we're ever going to see a high end celebrity vegan only chef restaurant on the strip anytime yes. soon? 
it's just the direction that things are going. It, it really is. I mean, there's so many, there's so many vegan chefs emerging now. And I was involved with one of the pilot episodes of a vegan cooking show that was put together. And, you know, it's just, it's going to come around. There's going to be a, a very well-known chef come here and open a restaurant. It's just bound to happen. Interesting. Well, Heather Heath, thanks so much for joining us on CityCast Las Vegas. Thank you. And now for a bite of news. In 2020, six Nevada Republicans claiming the election was stolen formally sent their own certification of voter results to the Electoral College claiming they were the actual electors and that Donald Trump won the state. The Nevada Attorney General, a Democrat, took a look at the case and declared the law did not mandate prosecution. Now, the legislature has passed a bill criminalizing the creation of fake electors in elections. But since Governor Joe Lombardo recently endorsed one of those six GOP Nevadans who started this whole thing, the question remains, will he sign the bill? Also, when it comes to injuries, accidents, infections, safety problems, and preventable errors, it looks like Henderson Hospital is the only local hospital to receive an A rating in a watchdog group's biennial survey of hospital safety. Hopefully, the other hospitals in town will take that as a challenge to get better and not concede that there can only be one. That's all for today here on CityCast Las Vegas. If you enjoyed the show over a tasty vegan treat, why not tell a friend? Rate the show, leave us a review, and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Take care. Heather, I got one bonus question for you. Okay. Las Vegans and vegans share a spelling but a different pronunciation. Does it ever trip you out that you are dealing with Las Vegans, but you read it as being vegans? <laughs> you know what? And this is going to sound, I have been here 30 years and I've never even thought about that. Um, I have created a new conundrum in your mind, and now you're not going to be able to unsee it, that every time we call ourselves yeah. Las Vegans, you're going to be like, why is everyone here calling themselves Las Vegans? Yeah. That's it's funny. funny. I've never thought about it. You know, it's like Nevada and Nevada, you know? Right? <laughs> <It's>... <laughs>